Hey guys, I'm Matt, the South Coast Kook. And today on the show, we have Damo and Marty from Green Caffeine. We talk about what Green Caffeine is, how they got it started, and how they're cleaning up the ocean. I hope you guys enjoy. Hi, I'm Matt and I'm the South Coast Kook and today on the show I have Marty and Damo from Green Caffeine. How's it going boys? Howdy Matt, what's happening? Ah, nothing, enjoying the sunshine outside. What a day. Um, what a day. Start by, you guys introduce yourselves. Tell me a little bit about yourselves. Here we are pointing at each other, you go yeah. first. No, you go first. <laughs> Brooks, you can go first. Uh, my name's Martin Brooks, living in Kyma Downs and co-founder, one of the co-founders of a company called Green Caffeine. Which we've had for the last three years. Awesome. And I'm Damien Clark, also a proud founder, a co-founder of Green Caffeine and uh, a local Kaima Downs bloke as well. Sweet. What got you into it, boys? What's the turning point? Mate, do you want the full story or do you want the 30-second the 30 <laughs> hash? Well, whichever one you feel comfortable talking about. <laughs> oh, look, the, the full story is literally Martin and I met each other through our, our kids uh, about seven, seven-ish years ago, roughly, maybe a bit longer, ten, eight years ago. Thereabouts, kids are all growing up now, so we're sort of losing track. Um, but yeah, at the time, we were just sort of dads dropping kids off to school and waving to each other, and then the kids became friends. And as the kids became friends, we sort of, you know, we'll come over for a barbie, yeah, sounds good. And I think one day we we're sitting there and we had a, a feed of Chinese, and, and Martin and I said, Yeah, we'll go and have a beer, we'll have a crack out the back. And then the wives started talking, the wives started talking, and when they started actually chatting with each other, they said, uh, How's Damien going? And how's Martin going? Um, very, very quickly, we realised we were both sort of on similar paths. Um, recovering from some fairly serious mental health issues. And we sort of did that blokey thing of, hey, you go, mate. Yeah, sweet, good, all's yeah. good. And, but it was only when the wives connected with each other um, that we realised we are both on the same path. So from there, a friendship formed and um, we went to the gym with each other and helped plait each other's hair and do kids' makeup for dance schools yeah. while our kids, our wives weren't there. And um, we've had some, some crazy experiences and some mad journeys. And here we are now, three years later, with a little business called Grand Caffeine. Yeah, all over Chinese and beers, eh? Who'd have, who'd have thought? <laughs> Succulent Chinese, who would have thought? So, um, what's green caffeine? So, give me the rundown on how it works. Mate, it is a simple swap-and-go reusable coffee cup scheme. Very similar to the gas bottles. Um, You never own the cup. You can just pick that cup up, use it when you drink your coffee, and then drop it back dirty to any cafe that's um, running the scheme. Awesome, which is going to save with plastic cups and all the... Yeah. throwaway ones no, that's exactly right it's just an easy way to have and hold on to a reusable cup we know that 80 percent of australians have got three or four of them sitting in the cupboard and they've got great intentions to be green and use a reusable cup but mate, life gets in the way sometimes mate I'll, remember... fr- I'll throw my hand up the amount of times that i've gone oh shit where's me where's me keep cup left yeah, it at yeah. home or it's dirty. Ha- happens all the time dirty it lives in the car yeah almond milk smell <laughs> Mate, that, that's that's what sort of encourages us to get into it. We we realised that our behaviours were the same as everybody else. Um, we weren't super greenies when we first had the uh, the concept thrown at us, but as we sort of looked at it further and went, yeah, actually this is a thing. Um, and if we've got a pain point, then there's probably a pain point for everybody else. And more importantly, as a business, um, how do you uh, how do you sort of incentivise or create an atmosphere where people actually want to do the right thing and do good and make it super simple for them? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've been fairly lucky to, to change a bit of culture and drive behavioural change in consumers and cafes across Australia by making it super simple. I think like like you said, if you give that person the option to do it, they'll do it over, you know, oh, it's not there, I'll just grab whatever and just throw it away. So yeah, it's good that you're doing that. 
But I think, to the honest truth, I think it was a it was an excuse to get us out of the house as well. I think that was you could have pretty much thrown anything at us. Hey, mate, preaching to the choir as I'm sitting here with the <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah. So I think it was just we seen, like Damien said, we were both sort of struggling at the time, and we didn't know how to get out of it. Um, so yeah, anything could have been probably thrown at us, and we would have given it a crack. It was just lucky enough. This. You're talking to two blokes. I, I literally went down to the shops and would stand in a bread aisle for, for 15, 20 minutes. My brain was so m- sort of messed up and fuzzy. Yeah. I couldn't decide whether we're getting white bread for cashew or brown bread. Yeah. I'll just stand there going, fuck, oh, I will make a decision. Well, how hard is this? And I remember trying to buy a TV back in the day, and it literally took me about 12 months to buy a TV because I'd go and research everything, and then I'd go into store, and when I went into store, I still couldn't make a decision. My wife's like, what is going on with this bloke? Well, this is incredible. Yeah. So as Martin just said, look, we... We quite often say to each other and, and say to people when we do these podcasts, we've got more out of Green Cafe. This whole thing folds over and stops today. We've got more out of this than anybody actually realises because it gave us a bit of an impetus and some, yeah, some purpose and some meaning to get on with life Yeah, and dragged us out of some pretty dark, deep places. And for that, we're very grateful for it. Awesome. And like we were saying before, this is now your full-time job. <coughs> so you've given up your previous trades, which were, what did you do before this? I was a police officer yeah. um, for a few years, but obviously had been out of it um, for a few years before we started Green Cafe. Yep. And I was a, a real estate agent, mate, same thing. I actually was out of the game for about five to six years, um, recovering from mental mental health illness, uh, mental illness, sorry. And uh, yeah, just been a stay-at-home dad and trying to trying to get my shit back together. Yeah, awesome. It's good. It's good to see that you've started something that's pulled you out, got you like off the lounge and like doing something positive, you know, which is awesome to see. Hey, when someone calls you up and you start something and someone actually calls you up and says, that's really sick, I'd love to jump in. Yeah. We sort of used to have this thing, we'd sort of throw a couple of shackers to each other and put our hands in the middle and go, yeah. like you just didn't understand the buzz that we'd got. Yeah. I think one 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 day early on in the piece, we had Gareth Ward stand up in Parliament and give a eight-minute member's speech on green caffeine and all the things we're trying to achieve. And we were in the car listening to this and we were laughing. We are like, man, this must be a slow day in Parliament if we've made <laughs> it to the floor of Parliament in New South Wales by a local member. But stuff like that, we, we so many people heard it. And then so many people called us and so many people recognised the problem and so many people recognised the solution that we had. Uh, and from here we are now, you know, all over Australia and um, having a fair different crack at it. All over Australia, how many? How many different cafes? Well, we've got about 1,200 registered. We're about 750 live. Um, we're in every state and territory around Australia. Um, we've got a whole heap of stuff happening in Queensland because they're the only bloody country, that, <laughs> state and country that's open at the moment and everyone's getting around normally. Um, but yeah, as far as um, as far as growth and what's been happening in the last 12 months, yeah, we've we've sort of managed to spread all the way even down to Tasmania and got sort of three or four cafes kicking down there now. That's awesome. Is this all like via the net, or have you gone to places and? Uh, very early on, it was a, it was the uh, the old sales pitch where you had to yeah. sort of go out, visit cafes up and down the east coast of Australia, talking to them about it. Uh, we did that for probably nearly a year. But sort of things started to change and sustainability became a bit more of a, a hot topic and more talked about um, and it definitely got easier and then it really ended up not being a sales pitch and then cafes sort of started to reach out, reach out to us to the point where we now have a couple of brand ambassadors um, working for us and it's one of the biggest things we say is it's not a sales pitch like if you have to sell it too much yeah, it's not for them yeah. so we sort of flipped it a little bit from because when we were at First starting off, you'd walk down like the main street of Kyma trying to, you know, sell it to a cafe. Um, they couldn't get it. Some got it, but now now everyone just seems to be on top of the sustainability. Well, yeah, nice. I I think, like, as a whole, we were moving in the right spot before COVID did happen. I think, like, 
you saw like everyone was doing the keep cup, they were jumping on this kind of stuff. And it's really, it is a bit of a shame to see now like with the face masks and stuff like that. It's really, it's really sad to see how far we've gone backwards. But hopefully once we're out of this, like, everyone will be more environmentally conscious again. Mate, I think it just shows you the, the, the pandemic gives you a clear demonstration on human behaviour if we all believe in something. Yeah. But we actually all think this is a fair thing, a problem. We can get behind it and rally the troops and solve the issue. Yeah. And while there's some fractured groups and everyone's sort of hating on each other at the moment, COVID's really brought us all together to a degree. And I'm hoping that when we pop up the other side, the environment's going to be placed right at the top of that list. Yeah. And we can all sort of get behind, you know, single-use plastic elimination, but also just doing things a bit more sustainably, just looking at your own behaviours and, and, uh, and trying to drive yourself into a better pace. Yeah, I think um, every little bit obviously makes a huge difference in the long run. And um, I know you guys aren't really surfers, which is cool, but I feel like the surfing community can appreciate... I'll just call you up here for one sec, mate. Yeah. South Coast Kook, you've probably got two of the biggest South Coast oh, yeah, I'm gonna, You, I'm you gonna, have not seen me I'm in the show, water, guys. No, no, seriously, mate. I think the last, last time I surfed... Um, I uh, cracked my head at Mystics and literally split the top of the rail open and knocked myself out. And I, and I did exactly the same thing a year to the date to that day. Oh. And I declared, that's it. I'm going to leave my board busted in the uh, in the garage. And every time I've gone and actually thought about getting a surf, I'll go up there and look at that split rail and the egg on my head. Yeah. And I went, no, that's enough. I've probably got time to hang the board up. Yeah, that's fair. Have you ever surfed? <laughs> Mate, I do. I've, I've got back into it, actually. Oh, Normally awesome. Every Friday morning, I go out to Mystics. Yeah, right. Um, a bit of bodyboarding. Bodyboarding. Yeah, yeah, I might get the surfboard out if it's a nice cruisy, cruisy day, but yeah. Oh, hey, no judgment here. As long as you're in the water, guys, I'm happy. <laughs> Mate, actually, I think there's not a day that goes past where we wouldn't get in and in and around the water or on the water. Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, fishing or sailing or surfing or swimming or whatever it is. And, yeah, I've I mean, actually got a mate that's in the mines and he has Fridays off. Yeah. And we normally yeah, meet at Mystics there. Yeah, right. I'll have to uh, come for a wave one time. It's, we actually got a good wave last Friday out there. It's, yeah. Uh, we're normally the first ones out there before the sun rises. Yeah. And then we're sort of out of the water by the time everyone paddles the river and gets gets in. Yeah, it's been a good wave there lately. So you said uh, like fishing, sailing and stuff. Um, I did watch your video, sailing up the north to Queensland. Yeah, yeah, did that 2017 with my family. How was it? It was good. Yeah? yeah. It was good fun. Bring the family close together? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was just one of those moments I talked about it. Oh, I think I had a dream about it since I was in about year seven. Yeah, and then um, just pestered the hell out of my family and kids about it. <laughs> and one day, my wife said, "Right, we're going to do it." And I yeah, like, no, oh, no, 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 I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm like, no, no, that's all right. So I'm only joking. And then yeah, we finally took the plunge and pulled the kids out of school, and yeah, it was good fun. Best place you stopped? You had to narrow it down. Oh, wait, wait, not including Kiama because we know that Kiama <laughs> is the best. But I'll probably say Great Keppel Island. Yeah, yeah, that was or Percy Islands, probably just south of the Great Barrier. Oh, the, the hustle and bustle. Yeah. Yeah, great Kibble Island was top spot. Awesome. Nice. So um, I'm going to hit you with a hard question here. And like, you should free, feel free not to answer it. Who does the best coffee in town? Man, that's a, that's a very... It's a question we have to remain very apolitical about in Switzerland, <laughs> of the, of the, you know, the Geneva of the coffee industry sitting on the fence a little bit. Um, I like anybody that supports Green Caffeine. We had a few of the cafes here that had um, Green Caffeine to get up and running, and for whatever reason, they've decided not to use the system. So if there's any cafe out there that actually supports the system, I'll support them. Uh, and I think as, as local business goes, like even during the pandemic, I make a conscious decision each week to go and actually buy two or three coffees from you know, one of the local businesses. Because yep. it's easier to sit at home and put your dollars in your own pocket. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the hospital game, not like not like like Arsenal, like everybody, has done it pretty tough in the last twelve months. Yeah. So we've got a responsibility to you know, throw your dollars around where you can. 
Yeah, was right. that political enough? Or was I, that... was... I, I, <laughs> I, I, I when I wrote it down in my notes, I was like, yeah, no, you know what? I'm going to throw it at him. Um, it's, it's a bit funny, Kaimi, because it was where we launched, um, but we've sort of been pulled so many other places around Australia. We haven't sort of got back here yet. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's sort of we're looking for the, a little bit of that hometown support, but it's the pandemic's caused such a problem. Yeah. Everyone. It's you sort of write it out. Yeah, but Kaima should be slinging it really. Like we've we've got um, we've got cafes all over. Like we've got cafes in Townsville and Cairns and Launceston and Hobart and all over the place that are you know doing uh, a lot more things in regards to sustainability and reuse than Kaima is. So big call yep. out to Kaima if you listen to this podcast, get into one of those local cafes and and uh, and download the app and start supporting the environment and local business and and us if you can. Hundred percent. So is there a lot of places you got to actually Google and go, where the hell is this place? And they want to get my green caffeine cups. Yeah, mate, when, it, when a cafe registers in our back end, they go online, they go to greencaffeine.com.au, they register the, the, the cafe, and we get a little notification. It comes through our email, so we'll be on the road together or wherever we are, and we'll be like, oh, new cafe registered. And we sort of jump on and have a look at where it is. And literally, like three quarters of the time, we're like, where the hell is that? Yeah. And then we're like, yeah, have a sort of zoom in on the map and check out where it is. Um, and that's cool because there's been, been some places we've traveled to that we you never would have gone to. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously this is 12 to 18 months ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've been to some pretty cool places just on the back of finding a cafe there. Yeah, name one of them. What's, what's, what stands out at the top of your head? Uh, Cairns is pretty cool. Port Douglas, like anywhere up in that far north Queensland. Um, Martin's very familiar with like places like around Yapoon and, and Bundaberg and 1770. And we've got a whole heap of cool stuff happening up there. Um, we know the ACT, like the back of our hand. Um, all the snow resorts down the snowies, Perisha, Jindabyne, um, Threadbow. Like we've been to all those places and set them up, met with you know um, the people that run it and the sustainability managers there, and we've snuck in a few you know, skis and snowboards at the same yeah. time. Fishing rod must be packed when you go up north Mate, too. You know, I was just thinking, when we first started, we could have done a review on cafes just by the big breakfast. That, <laughs> <laughs> that was normally the thing that we... Was almost we started that. We, we yeah, should have we we gone on with it. Yeah. Every cafe we went to, we get a big breakfast and rate the cafe and it started with how much you know some of the best big breakfasts you have it's not the amount of food that's on the plate <laughs> just, just the way food. it's presented and who it's, who it's presented by it's like a, like a good bakery if you can go in a bakery you can you can sort of you know tra- taste one of these chunky steak pies or a custard tart that's sort of the, the benchmark and a big breakfast is definitely the benchmark for a good cafe in australia yeah 100 percent it's so it's it's just good to see people like yourselves that are real people. You know what I mean? Like you go to a place, get their big breakfast, got a coffee, make a salad pitch, see you later, we're going home. You know yeah, that's yeah. it's that was our that was our motto pretty much. <laughs> this is like yeah, we're in and out. Mate, there's a couple of times when we were on the road and we always sort of had to set the policy of we don't drink on the first night, we'll drink on like the last night. But a couple of times we've made the mistake of probably having six or seven <laughs> beers on the first night and turning up to the meeting the next day going, oh, <laughs> what have we done that for? So we generally get up, go to the gym, go for a run and try and slap ourselves around the face and get, get back into action. But uh, you get that first night fever sometimes and you can't uh, can't escape it. Oh, that's mad. At least at least you've got cool missuses with family and that. They let yeah. you go out and go to these places and do these things and now look at you. It's like... Hey, we're saving the planet. Why wouldn't they want us to oh, get out there? It's 100, as simple as that. 100%. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so... You've got a website, and this is how people were would be to reach out if they wanted to get amongst it. One of the things we worked out super quickly with Green Caffeine is that we can go viral by using the power of social media. So most of the stuff we've ever done with Green Caffeine has just been through Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. We didn't have a massive budget. We actually had no budget for marketing when we first started. So we literally just lent on the power of social media. 
we realise really quickly, once people actually start sharing your product, so if someone grabs a green cup, takes a selfie, says, shit, I love this product, and I've got it at the, you know, the local cafe, how cool is this? We have that happen. Like, if you look at our socials, it happens every day all around Australia, and every day we get one, we're like, yes, how cool is that? So you yeah. can use the power of social media to create a really cool brand, and that brand is now replicated across our cups, our colours, our website, our shirts, like all the stuff we do. If you see it, you know, instantly it's green caffeine, and we've literally just built that on the back of the power of social media. So... Like the website, we had that many people call us and say, oh, your website's not that good. We go, yeah, but we don't need it to be that good. Yeah. Like everyone sees us through Instagram and Facebook and, and knows what we do through there. Yeah, awesome. But awesome. the website's pretty good now. Yeah. <laughs> go and have a look. Green Caffeine, C-A-F-F-E-N.com.au. Sweet. What's your order? What's your coffee order? One's a straight out pickle. To be honest with I wasn't that big of a coffee drinker before I started Green Caffeine. <laughs> yeah. So I had to up the game a bit and, um, yeah, sort of piccolo's about it for me, maybe two a day. And if I have two more than two a day, I'm... I'm normal milk or yeah it's normal straight out sweet mate I'm a double shot long black up until about midday then I'll sneak in a double shot flat white up and up until about 3 o'clock but my coffee intake's generally anywhere between sort of 4 to 6 a day yeah I love the stuff and it's very hard when you go into a cafe and they say we've got the best coffee in town and I'm like oh okay do you right well better, oh. ch- better try that out <laughs> fair enough so yeah a few days we've had as a couple of days we looked at each other going zinging from too much coffee production line with the cups so has this slowed down due to COVID or? Mate, everything's had a massive impact with COVID, um, especially this time around. The first time last year, um, there was definitely uncertainty. A lot of businesses closed. I think this time around with the lockdowns, a lot of the cafes have just thought, I stuff it, I'm shutting and I'm going to take you know a couple of weeks off. Yeah. Um, but it's slowly coming back. It's definitely, it continues to grow and grow, which is yep. good. Um, yeah, it's... Such a funny time, COVID. Like it's, you know, cafes are just struggling to keep their doors open. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like everything else. Yeah. Okay. Because I saw that you've got like a new new cup. I, I had the original cup uh, when you first brought them out, the little green ones with the wrap around it. Yeah, yeah, that's a collector's item, mate. Don't sell that. That'll, <laughs> that'll be worth millions in a and, few years. And now I actually got a coffee the other day from Short Black and used your system. Oh, cool. Awesome. Um, and I got like it's like the full new old like the retro style. With like the side bits, the little fins look like little rocket ships. We um we designed that cup ourselves. We manufactured that cup ourselves. Um, and when we first started this three years ago, if we said you're going to be manufacturing your own cup out of recycled plastics here in Australia, um, we would have completely laughed at you because we had no intention of doing that at all. But I mean, here we are post COVID. We've survived the um, the great Chinese buy up. Like, like China started buying all the plastics in the world, so we started realising we had to get involved and you know sort of buy and build more cups, manufacture more cups than what we thought we going to need in the near future yeah so we're now sitting sitting on a stack of cups and literally in the last week we've partnered and penned a few deals that will actually see all those cups go out the door for um probably november december this year and early next year that's so good which is which is sick it's 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 awesome how many cups in total you reckon you've made we've got about thirty thousand cups thirty thousand cups thirty thousand cups that are somewhere in the ether whether they're sitting in a cafe or in someone's hand or in their car well mine's in my car just a heads up there you go so you, you get that back into the system and someone else will be able to use it and do the good with it um, but look, we've got universities and uh, we've got some so many cool things that are happening and a whole heap of new tech and some uh, some exciting stuff for green caffeine for for 2022 let's just hope that the borders stay open and everyone gets the vaccination rates up and we can continue life as normal yeah awesome also um can you track? So, so with my app, right? I can I can book one out, take it down, book another one out, and it it tallies in my app. 
Yep. Can you see who's done that the most? Do you guys have access to see who's the yeah. hardcore green caffeine? Mate, we actually shouted one of our mates out originally, and we said, mate, you're killing it. You've saved over 600 cups. And he's like, in how long? And we're like, oh, about six months. He's like, I drink that much coffee? Shit. <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay, we better calm down and not actually surprise people. We want them to keep drinking coffee. Um, but, yeah, we can we can see all that sort of stuff. We, we built the platform so it was a bit of a data-driven platform. Yeah. Um, we sort of realised what gets measured gets done. And if you can sort of you know, go into a cafe and say, geez, you've done like, you know, 3,000 cups, how good's that? And not only have you done 3,000 cups, but you've saved X number of kilos from going into landfill and the local beaches, and you've saved X number of dollars on single-use packaging. Um, and that was a way to sort of incentivize, incentivize people to do the good right, or the good thing, sorry. Yep. And we've been so lucky with the people that we've worked with since we started Green Caffeine. Um, Two story, when we first decided to get an app developed, we know nothing about apps. Um, we met one guy, sort of left the meeting going, oh, that was a bit strange. Like, you know, I was hoping they'd bounce some ideas off us and we just basically went in there and said, mate, this is our idea, do you think it'll work? We sort of left the meeting a bit sort of, you know, oh, shit, this is going to be harder than we thought. And then we met a guy up in Robinson that builds app, builds apps, and within like a minute, he had the idea in his head and he could work it out and he's going, so you want to be able to do this, this and this? I'm like, yeah, that's all we want to do. And he's straight away, bang, all right. And then that becomes his little baby. So we're, like, we're no good, we're just two blokes yeah. living the life and sort of let the, the specialist do what he, he does. So now our app developer, it's almost like his little baby. So he'll ring us up and say, Especially at the beginning, hey guys, I want it to be able to do this. Can it do this? Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm like, oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. So, so instead of us sort of giving him, you know, the ideas, he's the expert. And we, we've been lucky with our app developer. We've been lucky with our graphic designer. Same thing. We just sort of palm it off to them. And I remember we, we met a, a copywriter um, a year and a half ago. And she got some butcher's papers out. So, right, hey guys, let's get to know each other. We're like, this isn't us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't do this. Like, have you got a coffee? We'll just have a chat. Uh, yeah, we'll just have a chat. And she's going, yeah, but what do you want? Yeah, well, this is us. And then straight away, within like a week, she had us down pat. So we didn't have to write things. You know, you just write, die, you do it. You, you know us. Um, and that's where we've been super lucky um, that we've just been able to concentrate on the heart of Grand Caffeine. Yeah. And sort of, you know, palm out all these other people to bring in on the team that specialise in, in things. So when we first developed the app, you know, it, we were just so lucky we got the right person that could see you know, what the app needed to do in two years' time. Yeah. Um, and all these extra add-ons that we wanted had just come really easy, like people's data and you know, tracking where people pick a cup up and drop it out. And so we've been really, really lucky with the people that we work with, definitely. Hey, let's, let's, let's tell some cool surfing stories. We had, um, we had our, literally three days after our launch, we had the APB, so the World Bodyboarding Championships here in Kaima at Surf Beach. Yeah. And our mate was the CEO. And we sort of walked up and said, oh, we'd like to sort of do a bit of cup promotion and help you guys eliminate single-use plastic. Yes, mate, just come down and do whatever you want. We go, really? Yes, like, literally whatever you want. So we went down there and ran our system and sort of helped them um, you know, ditch a whole heap of single-use plastics. And then we had a, uh, a photo with um, nine-time world bodyboarding champion Mike Stewart, and then we talked our idea about him. And like, we'll literally stand there looking at each other going, that guy was plastered on my wall as a kid. Like, like I mean, plastered. Like, he was yeah, like the best in the world. And here we are chatting about our business with... Uh, in Kaima. With Mike Stewart. In Kaima, yeah. three days after we launched this stupid thing. And we're like, oh, how the hell's that happen? And then um, probably 18 months after that, we managed to get an event with Surfing New South Wales where um, it was the WSL qualifier. So we actually just got to hustle around and help them run the system, dodge a whole heap of single-use cups. We washed about 7,000 cups by hand ourselves over a week. Um, we got to meet Kelly Slater. Kelly Slater did a fox 
Talk Sports interview with the Grand Cafe, Grand Cafe and Cup in his hand, did some promo and some interviews. We got a chance to sort of uh, chat with him about what we're doing and, and, and where the mission is. I met some legendary people and formed some super relationships with Surfing New South Wales on the back of that. So, like, for us, it's just like, how the hell did that happen? Like, yeah. you know, but I'll tell you how it happened. It happened because we started. And that was, that's probably the most important thing. Everyone said, how'd you get to where you are? So we just did something. Yeah. And that's, that's probably the, the lesson in the story. That's so cool. How was Kelly like? He's a good bloke. He's yeah. surrounded by, he's, he's under the pump. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't yeah. want to be him. He got absolutely hassled. And, uh, yeah, we're very lucky to meet um, Luke Madden and, and John Shimuka. Past, John's unfortunately passed um, tragically. But, um, yeah, as far as that relationship, those boys helped us get into some really cool places and got to meet some really cool people. And um, I've been the 11 times world surfing champion standing there doing an interview holding your cart. We're sitting there just going, <laughs> like, how that happened? <laughs> So, pretty cool moment, surfing related. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Like like I said, like the surfing community is definitely, they're all about it, like a good environment because we live in the ocean, you know what I mean? Like we love yeah. it. But the funny thing is with surfers, like this is not going to yeah, pick on people, but there's that many people that go for a surf every day and then just walk out of the beach and grab a single-use cup and they'll just lob it into a bin that's sitting right near the beach and like once that bin's overflowing or chockers, you don't know where that cup's going to end up and every chance it's going to blow into the ocean at this time of year. Yeah. So like we always implore people, if you're in the ocean and you're, you're, you're a coffee-loving surfer, think about what your single-use um, consumption's doing and where that cup could end up. And yeah. uh, if you think about it hard enough and look around for a green caffeine cafe, we might be able to help you solve that problem. Yeah, nice. Nice. Yeah, well, um, I, I appreciate you guys having the time to sit down and have a chat. I honestly, it means so much to me that to have you guys. You guys are awesome. You're so, a legend, mate. Good luck with your podcast. Uh, it's good to see it growing. And um, yeah, wherever we can, we'll always support people on the go. So appreciate you having us. Cheers, boys. Thank you so Thanks, much. Man. Thank appreciate you. It. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Like and subscribe to the South Coast Kook podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. I am also now featured on the Kiama Community Radio podcast, so check them out too. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at southcoast.kook for my latest updates. And if you haven't already, check out my website at www.southcoastkook.com for my merchandise and other fun things. Thanks, everyone. Until next time, bye.